Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of This Week in Appa. I'm your host John Aslan, glad to have you aboard and today we're going to talk, we'll be talking to an old friend of the program, Dominic Provisiero. Dominic just recently has retired, uh, just like uh, yours truly, and I kind of wanted to get his perspective upon retirement being an Appa player and uh, Dom has uh, got a lot of interesting points on that, and also he uh, has started a project in retirement called Breakfast with App. I know some of you have seen it and have made your comments about it. It's a pretty interesting concept that he's come up with, so we'll talk to him about that as well. So let's get right to it. My chat with good friend Dominic Bravisiero. Good morning, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to hear yours also. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. And for those listeners who don't know about Dom, and I don't know why you wouldn't, he's, he's a good friend of the podcast. He's been on a couple times. He was the author of the Commissioner's Corner, the six-part series that told you how to set up leagues. And uh, uh, that was a great series. I still get people uh, uh, texting me and, and calling me and ask me where they can find that. And you can still find it on the Anchor uh, podcast site. In fact, it was one of the first ones that we did. Uh, Dom, uh, I, I I know me particularly, I missed you at this year's uh, convention, or this last year's convention. Uh, you know, I was looking forward to seeing a lot of people. I haven't seen you being number one, uh, but I, uh, I, I hope that you can make this year's if possible. Well, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You know, um, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, the pandemic situation, oh, sure. of course. You know, um, we got hit hard, pretty hard in uh, New York. And uh, yeah. so it'll all depend on things like that. But, uh, you know, keeping my fingers crossed that I can get down there. Um, you know, we're not getting any younger. So it's, uh, you know, <laughs> I never know when it's going to be the last time I'm seeing people, you know, so it's uh, it's always good to see everybody. Yeah, it, it really is, and it was, and uh, certainly hoping that uh, you'll be able to make uh, this year's convention. Let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now, and, and we'll get into the OZ League in, uh, a little bit later because I know you're heavily involved in that. But you, as I, have recently retired. How's that going for you? I, I'm, I'm loving every day. <laughs> I really am. I mean, this is really a second retirement for me. Because uh -huh. um, I retired in 2004 from law enforcement sure, yeah. um, and then hooked up with um, the company that I just left, which is Safariland. And we basically provide, it's a global company that we provide um, law enforcement agencies with their uh, bulletproof vests and holsters and, and equipment. Um, so it, I loved, I loved working. I mean, it was a great job. You know, you, you were saving people's lives, you know, sure. um, but you know, the time comes when you sit down and you say, you know, how much longer do you want to do this? You know? Um, mm. so I pulled the plug on January one. Um, and the funny part is, you know, I always envisioned when I retired, I would have all this appetite, right? <laughs> you know? I would be like, Oh, I could play every day. It would be so great. But, you know, what happened was, like, when I retired and now I had the opportunity, I sat there and said, okay, well, what do I do? Where do I start? You know? Yeah. Um, so, so it was, you know, it was a big decision, you know, to, to, to stop working. And who knows? You know, you never know what the future is going to hold. Um, yes. Will I go back to work? I hope not. I mean, this is great, especially living in New York because, you know, it's the winter. 
So if I don't have to go outside <laughs> at seven in the morning, I'm good with that. You know? I hear you there, brother. <laughs> so, yeah, so it could get brutal. But um, I'm looking forward to, you know, really like the nicer weather when I can, you know, go out and, and go see people, or catch up with people, you know. But but looking at it from an APA angle, I yeah. mean, this is, I mean, I, I, I play APA every morning. Like I wake up and I and I play a game. I'm doing this thing. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. Um, I decided to do a thing called Breakfast with Appa. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I wanted to get into first yeah. because <laughs> you know, first of all, with us being retired, um, I, I agree with you 100. percent I mean, it was like, man, now I can get to my 64 replay and I'll have it done in no time at all. But you know, there's a lot of things that are on your plate that you haven't been able to do when you're working and that you can. And so you still got to temper that a little bit, but yeah. what you're doing is, is really uh, fantastic. If, if anybody follows the app, baseball page on Facebook, I'm sure you've seen Dom's post and, and what you do is really interesting. You post what you have for breakfast yeah, and then you post <laughs> playing. And so talk a little bit about, you know, how you came up with that idea and, well, and, and uh, that type of thing. I was thinking about, you know, where, where do I begin? You know, do I do a replay? Um, do I just bang out games and, and just, you know, just play for my own enjoyment? And then I got this idea to post, um, post whatever I was playing and I would try to play like one game. And it doesn't have to be every day. It could be every other day or whatever. Sure. Yeah, um, right. And then somewhere along the line, I, I don't really know how this came up, but I decided to put what I had for breakfast, and I called it <laughs> Breakfast with Appa. And I yeah. got to tell you, I get more people sending me notes about the breakfast part than the <laughs> Appa part. It's so funny. It, it is. And, you know, I wanted to, but I knew I was we, we were going to chat because I, I as, as soon as I, I saw that you had retired and you started doing the breakfast of that, I said, I got to get Dom back on the podcast oh, it's, it's, and, it's and, and talk to him. But it is. I would I, I look at it and it looks like, man, this guy's uh, now, now uh, your breakfast seemed to be somewhat health conscious. Is, is Well, is yeah, that, yeah. So yeah. so yeah. So what happened is during let's call it the summer. Um, I came up with some health issues, one of them being, you know, sugar and diabetic and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you see the stuff, a lot of times you'll see like keto pancakes, you know, or or sugarless cookie or something, you know. <laughs> so it's, it does have to do with that. But um, the, the, let me tell you something. The biggest the biggest obstacle or the biggest question is what am I going to have for breakfast? Because now I feel obligated. Not to have like the same thing two days in a row. You guess you know that you I'm reporting yeah, about. You don't want to be redundant. <laughs> yeah. So it's so funny. People send in suggestions. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? <laughs> I love <laughs> so it. It's fun. I, uh, my, my wife says, you know what? I think we should start having breakfast like that because I'm on the borderline. You know, every time I go to the doctor, it says you're borderline diabetic. And, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. your cholesterol and blah, 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 and your hypertension. And so she says, I like this. I, I think we ought to start copying Dom's breakfast. Menu. Yeah. Well, uh, so. you notice that, like, you know, whenever there's toast, is it's always whole wheat, you know, whole things wheat, like that. Sure. So, yeah. You know, if I can, um, if I can influence somebody to eat healthier, <laughs> God bless, right? Yeah, yeah, well, you may you may have influenced my wife to make me eat healthier. So no, I may not I, I may not commend you on that point, but uh, you're exactly <laughs> right. Uh, the breakfast the breakfast do sound delicious. But um, now, how have you come up with these series? Because like you, 
you know, I would think if I retired and, and I was looking for something to do, I think about a replay. But now that I think about it, I, I kind of uh, wish that I would have gone with something like you're doing some, you know, different series, maybe uh, actual World Series uh, 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 games that were played or matching up two teams from different eras even. Um, well, how do you come up with those series that you play? Well, honestly, it's it's really random. Um, I thought about it for a while. You know, I said, oh, I finally got the time now to play. What, what do I do? You know, because, yeah. you know, like over the years, I mean, I've been playing this game since, you know, like 1968 or something, right? Right. So I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of APA stuff. Yeah. So now you say to yourself, okay, so like you got a box full of great teams of the past. You've got seasons. You've got this. You've got that. What What do we want to do? Yeah. You know. Um. So what I decided was just to open up the box of the great teams of the past and just just pick. You know. And one day I sat there and I said, you know, I'd love to have um a series with uh you know whoever the thirty one Athletics or something, mm-hmm. and pit them against maybe a Yankee team. Um. Right. Or maybe I wanted to play like like I was watching something on MLB uh, TV about um, uh, wanted to play uh, Stan Musial. Okay, yeah, I, I'd like to I'd like to play a few games with a, with, a, with Stan Musial in the lineup. So there yeah. really is no rhyme or reason yet as far as you know how I'm picking. I'm just going in the box and saying, hey, yeah. this would be a cool team to play, you know. And that's yeah, really that, how I'm doing. It. Yeah, well, that's the great thing about it. I mean, you like you said, you have all that type of material to choose from, and and, and you go in and you pick either a, a certain team or a certain player. Uh, yep. You know, I I know that I, I've kept track of some of the series. I, I especially like the '84 Tigers and the '86 Mets. That that's one that that I think would have been would have been a great series, and it was. Um, but the '61, you you replayed the '61 World Series between the Yankees and my Reds. Yeah. And somehow, some way, the Reds won that series four games to two. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? Of course, you know, when you're playing APA, you get to get you, you get closer to the teams, meaning like as you're playing the series, you learn a lot a lot about the team itself. Absolutely. You know? And so I'm playing and you know, there were some teams that I played that I'm like, how did how did this team win? Like, you know, the division or the championship or whatever, you know, yeah. um, case in point, like, you know, the 69 Mets, you know, the, I, oh, yeah. it's like, how, how did that team, you know, beat, beat the, uh, you know, the, the teams that it did to get it, you know, Baltimore, Baltimore was a great team. Oh, fantastic. You know? And so, and so you sit there and you, and you're playing and, you, and you're saying, you know, maybe, may, and maybe you figure out why, you know, maybe you say to yourself, oh, gee, this is why, because I had no bullpen or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. But you do, you learn a lot about the teams and you learn about players that like, you know, I never heard of before, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so you go in there and you start looking and maybe after the game, you, you know, you do a little baseball reference, look up and you look up a guy that you never heard of and you see what his career was like or, or whatever, you know? But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's sometimes there's surprises like right now, the one I'm doing, uh, I think they're down to nothing. Um, and, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm playing it and I'm enjoying it. See, I don't want I don't want to play like something where I know this particular team is just going to beat the snot out of the next team. I don't want to sure. do that. I want teams that, you know, maybe are a little similar. Like, I I, I will tell you, the the, 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 uh, the Tigers and the Mets, OK, mm. that, that I did is yeah. it, that that's a very evenly matched team. 
It is, yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. Like, I want a team, like, I, I want every series to go three and two, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you do, like, when you play, like you said, you, you, you play the 31 A's, and, and you're playing against a team maybe of the 60s, 70s, even 80s, 90s, whatever you got. I mean, how do you look at the matchups there? I mean, to try to keep it on uh, an even series, because a lot of times the years don't really uh, match up all that well. Yes. So what I do is I just go in there and I'll say, for example, um, I'm going to play somebody from, you know, way back in the the day. So let's just say that's the 31 A's. Right. Mm. And then I say, you know what, I'd like to match them against the team from the 80s, you know. So I do that. And then what happens is like you see the difference. Like, like when I play a team from like the 30s or even the 40s, it's all contact. There's not a lot of strikeouts. Yeah, you know, and it's a it's a different breed of ball game. Right. right. And and I say to myself, Mike, I, I say like this is this is how I want baseball to be. Now. <laughs> I know it's impossible, but you know, it's it's this is this is I enjoy those games because right. of that. You know. Right. Um. But as far as the the team matchups, it's it's mostly random, but it's like. Listen, I'm, I wake up and I'm having my breakfast and it's time to start a new series. And then all of a sudden I decide, OK, let's pick these two teams. I, I go, I rummage through the box and I say, all right, let's play this team. Yeah. You no. Know? And you forget, you know, when you go to the great teams of the past, you forget about some of those really, really good teams that are that are on that list. Oh, yeah. You know, Apple wise, you know, yeah, Apple wise. Right. Right. So but, I mean, you're well, what I was going to say was that you're right. You talk about the 69 Mets and John Hurston and I had a conversation about this uh, on one of our previous podcasts that, you know, Apple can do a lot of things and Apple can, can very closely replicate what a team would do for a season. Uh, short series are a little bit different because you yeah. can't replicate the kind of momentum that the Mets right. had going into that going into that world series against the Orioles because nine out of 10 times, the Orioles are going to beat the Mets yes, uh, yeah. in, in that series. But it was just, uh, you know, the, the planets aligned, the mojo was there for the Mets and they won. But, uh, but that's the fun part about Apple. You can play those series. It's like, I was talking about the 61 series, Reds, Yankees. I mean, the Reds shouldn't have won that series in, in your, in your replay. I think the, the Yankees won it four games to one in real yeah. life, but but that's the beauty of Apple. You can you can get things that are off the chart and don't happen the way they did in real life. Yeah, that's like you know that's like saying when you know the the the, the year that uh, I think it was sixty that um, yeah uh, you know the, the Pirates beat the Yankees you know Mazeroski and all that. Sure. Um, so so you say to yourself you know if you played that series via Apple, how many times would the Pirates really win? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'll, I'll bet you nine out of ten times you're going to yeah. away with a, with a yank victory. But sure. just like you said, you know, Apple can't replicate, you know, that guy hitting that home run, you know, at that particular time to win that game and the way it all, you know, worked out. So, but it's right. fun, you know, and I'm not, I got to be honest, like when I play, um, I'm not looking for a winner. I'm looking for a good series. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, rather than just you know like uh, okay, I, I kind of root for this team and and or this team's a little bit mismatched. Uh, what you just want is is a good matchup and and a, and a good series and and something to talk about right. uh, when when you post it. And you and you are pretty elaborate. I mean, you keep uh, you, you keep the score. You you show the cards. I love some of the old time cards, the old fonts and 
and and you're showing them and you show the card that had an impact on that particular right I, yeah i started doing that i think yeah i don't know if i did that at the first game right. but i started doing that a couple of games in i think and what i was trying to do was you know take the guy who maybe was the star for the visiting team and put that card up there with the box score and then um you know, uh, for the home team, do the same thing. And what it does is it gives you, it gives people that don't own these um, cards a chance yeah. to see some of these cards, you know. Um, and I have, you know, a, a lot of originals on the GTOPs. So, you know, that's that's something also. You know, a yeah. lot of these are not made anymore. You sure. Know? So, you know, right. you start posting like the 27 Yankees or something or, you know, uh, the, the 21 Yankees and you have all these like crazy Babe Ruth cards. And, you know, it's nice for the, for the, for the guys out there, you know, Apple nation to take a look at those. And even, even just for the fonts to see the different fonts. Mm -hmm. And and then I start coming up with different things. Like, you know, I'm there and I'm saying, wait a minute, I have two versions of this particular team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'd say, well, I didn't even realize that they reprinted it, you yeah. know, but, um, but that's a good thing also. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's great to see. Uh, you know, I was I was going back uh, before I, I I dropped your call and uh, uh, looking back at some of the cards and and how interesting they are. Um, so so you're going to continue doing this um, mm -hmm. uh, for a while, and uh, and and are you asking anybody for suggestions of series? I know a lot of guys do that. They ask, hey, who do who'd you like? You know, to see I, in I, series? I I mean, I haven't done that officially. I've kind of done that with people that have. Uh, uh, message me or whatever, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I would love, yeah, if somebody wants to see a series between, you know, two certain uh, great teams that have passed, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I thought about switching it up too. Like I thought about maybe, you know, like maybe the next series I'll do BBW, you know, oh, yeah. something mm -hmm. like that, you know. Um, right now I'm doing Strictly Basic. And mm -hmm. the thing about that is it's like out, out of the box, you know, and yeah. that's what I'm doing now and that's working out pretty good. But, you know, I'm, I mean, listen, I thank God that, you know, I got to this point in my life where I can retire. I can have the time to do this. You know? and, and, and that, that, that is, and, and we really should all uh, thank, uh, thank our, our Lord for being able to, uh, to continue to go on and, to, and, and to really have a good hobby because, you know, how many times were you asked, when you were talking about retirement by people, uh, well, what are you going to do when you retire? I mean, yes. What are you going to do with your time? And I kept thinking, well, I'm gonna, first of all, why do you care? And secondly, <laughs> I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. And in the back of my mind thinking, well, I got a lot more time to play APA. I, I'm going to work on, on my guitar playing because that's been a hobby of mine. Yep. And, and it's something that I found out during COVID that some people just either a don't have any hobbies yeah b cannot entertain themselves if they had to and can't be inside and with themselves or with their spouse or with whoever it is uh, they have to get out i mean i talked to some people that were frantic about not being able to leave their house and not having anything to do and i thought that really COVID was a godsend to me because I thought, man, now I don't have to tell people I don't want to go see them yeah. or, or hang out or do whatever. But 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 I think that is is the key. If you have a a, a hobby that you really love, and Apple's got to be one of those. It really it, it really takes some time that you do for yourself that's enjoyable, rather than having to you know, to go to work and then squeezing in some of your hobbies in between. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll be very honest with you. I, I found the exact same thing. There were so many people 
that were telling me like, what are you going to do now? You know, yeah. you know, uh, you're going to, you know, you're not going to have it. And I, and I looked them straight in the face and said, let me tell you something. I have plenty of things to do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like I, I sit here and I say, okay, I want to, I want to play Apple. I want to organize all my pictures <laughs> and DVDs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I got a ton of stuff that I never sure. had a chance to get to, you know? And in yeah. fact, what happens and, 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 you know, you probably find the same thing. Like, the day and the week goes by so quick that I say to myself, how did I do anything when I was, you know? <laughs> right. So, exactly you know, right. and, and even league-wise, like, you know, now I'm playing games in my league, like, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning instead of, yeah. you know, 7 o'clock at night. And that's yeah. a that's a godsend, too, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've got plenty to do. I have no problem in staying home every day. I really yeah. have. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love to go out. I love to see my friends and Sure. You know, uh, I look forward to, you know, taking the dog down to the beach in the summer or whatever. But the, yeah. the bottom line is um, I'll, I will fill every hour. Trust me. Trust <laughs> well, me. you're you and I are kindred spirits because it's the same exact thing. It's I almost wanted to grab people and shove them up against the wall and say, I'm gonna do it. stop asking me that stupid question. Yeah, but, but I will uh, tell you, there's a lot of people that I've oh, I know. to and they tell me I, I can't retire because I will go crazy. I know that. I, yeah. I know. And, and I mean, and that's fine. I mean, I, you know, some people are wired that way. You and I obviously are not. But but I think it is important. And ever since I was a kid, I've always found ways to entertain myself. Yeah. I would go out yeah. in the backyard with a bat and a ball and just toss it up in the air and hit it and imagine I'm playing games. And I'd yeah. be out there for hours. And my mom would say, you know, what are you doing out there? And I, I'm just I'm entertaining myself. And yeah. Yeah, she loves yeah, it. I, I guess yeah. you're going to have to keep an eye on me. I agree with you. I've always like entertained myself. I've had, you know, like whether it's reading or, you know, uh, collecting or doing things. And that's another thing. Like, you know, I have like I used to be a comic book collector. So now I can get on, you know, in the morning and go on to eBay or whatever, and maybe, you know, sell some comics or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, but the bottom line is, again, you know, like I'm, I'm perfectly happy with having all this time to do whatever I want. Yeah, you know? and, and the other thing is, you know, taking it away from Apple. You know, I could I could go grab my my one one of my many grandchildren and take them out for lunch or something. You know, oh. like I get to spend more time with them in, in an indirect way. Again, exactly, exactly. I mean, I have six grandkids, and I I you know, and I live about forty five minutes away from them now, so it's it's not an easy you know go out the right. door and see them in ten minutes. But you know, you can spend a day with them. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it, you know, and then the summer's ain't going to be better because they'll be, they'll be home there at school. Right. Now, they'll be home. Right. So. Exactly. But, the but yeah. yep. Yep. And then the key is, is to, you know, is to have your health, uh, yes. be able to do those types of things yes. that, you know, you worry about people that say, well, you know, I, I don't think I can retire yet. And they're in their seventies and I'm thinking, dude, you know, stop it when you still have a chance to enjoy your life. Well, and, and you know what, um, not only not only in our Apple world, but just in life in general. Yeah. Um, between the pandemic and even before the pandemic, I buried a lot of young people. Mm. And, you know, it's like you sit there and you say, when is enough? Yeah. When is, when is the time that you say, you know what, I'm going to go enjoy life, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, because who knows, maybe one day that, you know, that comes for you and, you know, you're still young. You know, so so I look at it that way too, and I just say like every day, 
it is. It's a gift. It's it's every hour you get to stay alive and do the things you want to do. And I don't mean to be cryptic here, but you know, it's like you know, it's it's a blessing. So yeah. so you go out there and you try to do as much as you can because yeah. I've I've been to the funerals and I've seen the guys that were going to do this one day and were going to do that one day and they never got the chance. Yeah, no, you, you're 100% correct about that. One more thing about retirement, then I want to get yeah. into your OZ League. I, you know, I, again, we talked about people asking, what are you going to do? I'm thinking, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about me. But it took me about a month. Now, I retired officially on January 1st, but I my last day of work was mid-December because I worked for a school system. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like the second week of, of January, and I just didn't feel... I was thinking, oh, I'm going to feel this 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 uh, uh, this feeling of elation that I I'm not working anymore. I got all this time, and it just wasn't there. And I'm thinking, oh my God, may, maybe those people were right. But all of a sudden, it clicked. It, it, it like the fourth or fifth week of my retirement, and I think the reason was is because I finally got into a routine, yeah. and I think that's something that people don't give enough uh a weight to and i think yeah when you retire do whatever you want to do but you still need some type of routine you just can't go uh you know willy-nilly and every day like not having a plan and once i had that routine and plan i felt fantastic it's been great ever since yeah i think i think what happens is like when you first retire um you know i'm not used to being out of work for more than a week or two because sure. really, I never took a two-week vacation. It was always a one-week vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, just because of what I do, it doesn't make sense. Because when if you took off for two weeks, you'd come back to you know, it would be nuts, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I took you know the most I took was like seven, eight days when we went away somewhere. But now you know, now it's you know, obviously like almost two months that I'm out, and it's it's a weird feeling because yeah, you know, it's like the best thing about it is when I wake up in the morning at I put on the television and we have like a local channel um, mm. and it shows you the traffic. Yeah. And it's like, I sit there and I smile as I meet my breakfast because <laughs> I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Right. That's the first thing you did. Weather yeah. and traffic. <laughs> yeah. Somebody will say something like, Oh, it's going to snow tomorrow. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it could snow all day. I'm in the house. I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, you're exactly right. But it takes a little getting used to, but you're right. You, it's nice to have a, a a uh you know a plan you know and and then there's other days when it's nice to just do nothing yeah and then you're and then it's not like well i blew that day now i got to go to work tomorrow you can blow the next day yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, you could do two more and it's all the little things you know it's i wanted to paint that room or i wanted to do this and now you can just dedicate the day and say okay you know what next thursday i'm going to paint the room and yeah. You know, and you paint the room or you play yeah. or you do go see your grandkids. There's so much to do out there. Yeah, you're not kidding. You're not kidding, Tom. You hit it right on the nose. Well, let's talk a little bit about the OZ League. How's okay. that going? It's going good. We're in our 41st year. I know. Crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. And and I sit there and I say, my God, this thing took a life of its own, you know. Um, and like I always tell you that the best thing about it was that we got guys in the league that we became like family just from being in the league. And these are guys that I probably would have never met if it wasn't for APA or OZ, but uh, we're doing good. We're in our 41st um, year and you know, we're a little unorthodox. We play 
Uh, we we let our guys play BBW or boards, whatever yeah. whatever they choose to do, and we have rules to offset everything. Right. Um, so that's going really good. Um, you know, we got uh, what do we got? Fourteen teams now. Um, we'd like to get to fifteen or sixteen, and then maybe max it out because I think having a small league, I enjoy um, like face to face than the way we do it, you know, online. Um, sure. because I think it's easier to control and it just, you know, it just makes it a little better. Um, I've been in large leagues, um, and I like them too, but for different reasons, you know, um, yeah, right, right. but it's, but it's all good. I mean, we play, I'll tell you, the pandemic has opened up everybody to zoom and all these different ways to play online. We were using that before the pandemic. So we're happy that everybody has found these ways, but we play online all the time. Sure. And it's almost yeah. like being face to face. You're right. 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 And yeah. you and you embraced that before it was necessary to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we well, we were it was a natural um it was a natural marriage because what happened was, you know, guys just got older and moved out of the neighborhood. You know, when we first started, the reason it's called the OZ League is that actually stands for Ozone Park, which is a town yeah. in Queens, New York. And five of the original six managers lived in Ozone Park. So we lived like around the corner from each other, mm-hmm. you know. So when you wanted to play, you just, you know, you got your boards, you walked around the corner and you went <laughs> to somebody's house and you sat down and you played. Yeah. But then as guys get older and they get families and whatnot, you know, different reasons, they move out of the neighborhood, they move out of the state, you know. Um, so we've got guys now who live in Florida, who live in California, but we can still get that feel of playing using a, a, a platform like Zoom. And I know there's other platforms. That's just the one that we use. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great. It's really great. And you can talk to the guy while you're playing. I mean, you can see him if you want. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's a great thing, not only for the OZ League, but for APA players in general. Yeah, I, and, and I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot of guys are going to that Zoom. Of course, Happy Go, people that have gotten into that, you can you can do that uh, through through that, at least uh, the interaction uh, of playing somebody <clears throat> somebody else. But you're right, the face-to-face, that's the thing. I mean, to see somebody's face on there and, uh, and yeah. actually be able to talk to them uh, is, is, really, is really a great way of doing it, a different way of doing it, and more prevalent now that the pandemic hit. And well, people are doing it out and of the other thing is, you know, when you're playing on Zoom, um, you know, let's just say you're playing BBW. Well, you're sharing the screen, so you're both watching the screen at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're playing boards, I mean, we developed a way to throw the boards up on the screen too. So, <laughs> so it's like, you know, what are you missing? You're only missing the, the physical uh, closeness when you're when you're in that room together. But right. you can talk to the guy. You know, you can have a conversation with the guy. You can you can. You know, do everything that you can do. Even the dice, you know, there's a dice roller that we put on the screen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so so it's it's a really, really easy way to play. And one of the down uh, or the sad things is that the last two years, we haven't been able to have our face-to-face draft. And that's yeah. always a big thing for the guys. They fly sure. in from all over the country. Right. Um, and we get to see them. We haven't seen them since, obviously, the year before. So everybody gets to hang out for a couple of days. And it's a really fun time. Um, yeah. So we've missed that for two years, you know, um, and I'm hoping that we get that back next year, you know, with everything uh, as far as the pandemic goes. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, the beauty of, of, of APA is playing face-to-face. I mean, when you play face-to-face, especially if you use master, uh, master game pitching, 
It's like a chess match. Mm-hmm. You know, and you sit there, okay, I'm gonna bring in my lefty, okay, I'm gonna counter with my righty, yeah. or you know, whatever. And it's um it's it's just like it's a beautiful game yeah. to play face to face. So when you take that factor out, then you have to, you know, like we did, adapt to different ways. Now, there are guys that play that have never played face to face. Like sure, they've just right. been in a BBW league and and, you know, it's guys from all over the country, and they never get the chance, or at least I don't think they do. They don't get the chance to get that closeness. Yeah. You know, it's just a guy that's in California. You're never going to, you know, maybe you're never going to see him. Maybe he never can attend the draft. Mm-hmm. And and now you don't get that that family feeling with him um, that you would in a face-to-face league when you can, you know, you can sit down, you can have lunch together, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. In fact, I know a friend. Uh, Ken Kraft has been on the show many times. Uh, he's mm-hmm. in the league, and I think it's the double, the D-U-B-L. Yeah, they've been um, in the Yeah, and, and, and they, they have a convention, the league convention, and they roll about two-thirds of their league. They play yeah. like 80 to 100 games during that weekend yeah. Yeah. because it's face-to-face. I mean, it's fantastic when you think about it, but I, I think they understand that value of being – uh, right across the table from another player. Yeah, and that's and and that happens in our um, league because we'll draft on a Saturday, and some of the guys won't go back home until like say Monday. Mm-hmm. So so now you have a chance to play that guy from California face to face or Florida or wherever mm-hmm. that you're not going to have for the rest of the year. So a lot of guys, you know, take advantage of that and they say, okay, let's play a series before before I leave on Monday or whatever the case may be. We we used to have back in the trying to think if it was the 80s or the 90s but we had a bunch of guys now this was obviously before you know the guys got married and whatnot yeah um they 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 were roommates in the house they had about four or five guys that um were in this that rented this house and they were all in the oz league and you would go to this house you could stop at this house at like one o'clock in the morning and there were games going on it was the funniest thing. Like, you would just call and say, hey, anybody home? Yeah, we're all home. Okay, we're going to come on and play some games. And just like you, you would play 15 games before you know it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you're you're on a roll at that point. Yeah, that, that is that that is fantastic. But, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that the league is alive and well and that uh, uh, 41 years, that's that's an amazing thing. When, when I, I, still, I still can't believe it. I mean, you know, we, we laugh, me, me and this guy, Dave, um, uh, he's been in the league since the second year, so he's on 40. I'm on 41, but um, it's like we sit there and we laugh and we go like, "How how long can this go on? This has outlasted marriages and everything else, you know." Yeah. But um, it's it's a beautiful thing, and I'm shocked when I go on uh, like between the lines and somebody says, "Yeah, this is our you know 49th year," and I'm like, "Oh my god, you guys are even yeah. longer than us." You know? <laughs> yeah. Didn't think it was possible, but it yeah. Was. Yeah. And of course, you know, like you, you, you look over the 41 years and you've got, you know, you've got a lot of good memories. Wow, yeah. um, it was a lot of fun. Guys have come in and left. Guys have come in and left and came back, you know. Um, so it's, it's, it's good. But again, you know, like I always tell people, it's the family stuff. You know, it's watching your kids grow up and, right. you know, and uh, we've all buried loved ones together. And it's, it's, it's you know, it's just like a family. We it's go. a family. Yeah, exactly right. Real, real quick, mm-hmm. uh, and and wrapping this up. How do you feel about the uh, baseball lockout? Right about. I'm, I'm very disappointed. 
I'm very yeah. disappointed and I'm very, um, what's the word? Um, I feel very disrespected that these guys did not get in a room uh, until like yesterday, uh, you know, for more than a couple of hours. And, and what I find ironic is that you knew this was coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, why didn't you guys, you know, sit down three months ago and do this? I don't a year and it. a half ago, Dom. Oh, I mean, yeah. A year and a half ago, yeah. You know, at least get something started. But, you, you know, they're, they're the kings of procrastination. I mean, it's like, ah, we'll do that tomorrow. And then yeah. it gets to the point where now they're they're on the verge of canceling the beginning of the season. Yeah. And the, and the problem is, and I don't know why I didn't realize this, like, on the last lockout, was I didn't realize that they couldn't, like, make trades and stuff while yeah. this was going on. Because that's the other thing. When this breaks – you're going to have like a hundred trades the next day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Signings and trades. And yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll, it'll be wacko. No, no doubt yeah. about it. And but that, you know, I, like always, who loses out? The little guy. Loses out. Yeah. The guy who's yeah. got the hot dog stand at the minor league park, you know, he loses out. They don't care about him. No, you no. Know? It's, it's all about the billionaires and the millionaires. And it's, it's, it, you'd think that they would have figured it out by now, but obviously not. Well, I, the only thing I look at is, and, and again, I don't know how accurate this reporting is, but, you know, you'll see something where they offer $5 million and the other guy's looking for $110 million. I mean, that's a big gap. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to be realistic, right? You're a little bit off. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I put blame on, on both sides. You know, I think there's oh, yeah. a little oh, blame yeah. on both sides. And uh, I just want to see this, you know, get over it. I mean, you know, you got fathers that take their kids to spring training every year. They're missing out on that. You know, yeah. it's a lot of things. It's a lot of stuff that's has nothing to do with a guy making a billion dollars a year to play baseball. You know? Yep. No, you're you're exactly right. I mean, I thought about maybe going to Arizona and, and seeing some some games this year, and all well, that's that's not going to happen. And uh, but you know, uh, you know, eventually they'll they'll come to terms. Well, and, and, and like you know what's bad, John, is that listen, we just went through a pandemic. We just yeah. went through a shortened season. Yeah. You know, it was there a way to say, listen, just do everything as is, and we'll do this next year, yeah. or we'll do this during the year. Right. You know, let's play ball. I mean, these fans have been, been wanting to go to games and, and, you know, we had so much other stuff going on in the world. We need a break. No, you're, you know? you're right. I really didn't think of it that way, but you're a hundred percent correct on that. But uh, again, it's, it's billionaires against millionaires and it's uh, everybody loses and, and there is plenty of blame to go on both sides. It's, but, it's, uh, you know what we, we need, it's it's I don't want to put it in the same realm, but, you know, it's it's kind of like what happened in the past. You know, we, we need baseball. We need baseball to lift us up. We need baseball to make us smile. We need baseball to keep to keep focused on something good and fun instead mm -hmm. of all the, the the nastiness and the pandemics and everything else. That's Russia. You know, everything that's yeah, going on in the world. Right. We need a break. We need a break. Yeah. Baseball has always been our break. Well, you know what? One good thing, we always have APA. Well, that's, that's you, you know what? That's the best thing because I can sit down, like, after I talk to you, I can go grab two teams and play APA, and there's no strike, there's no, there's exactly. no problem. And I, and I can have APA every day, no matter what happens uh, in the real world.
I, I agree with you 100. And it's and it and it, you can play it the way you like to play. You don't like. I mean, like you said, you, there's some of these new rules you don't want. You don't play like that. Right. You go. The players come to play. The owners, got, you know, and welcome the fans and everything's great. And and that's one thing that we can we can take out of it is like all this thing that everything that's going on in real life. We can take ourselves back and play a game that we control that we have uh, uh, the control over. And, and hey, listen, well, it's great. You know, you know, I got to tell you something, and, and I mean this in the most honestly and respectful way. Um, APA has always been an escape for me, as it is, I'm sure, for a lot of people. You know, there were times in my life where things were not going well or somebody was unhealthy or, you know, you had just lost somebody or whatever. And there was always that little game that I can escape for an hour or two yeah. and take me out of this world in a sense and bring me to my little Apple world where everything was good, you know? And, and I think if you talk to people around Apple Nation, I'll bet they would tell you the same thing, that when they were going through some dark times in their lives, they always had Apple. And I know it's weird to say that because it's not like Monopoly or anything, but this game has a way of grabbing hold of you know, um, and just we, we escaped through it. You know, we've yeah. been through divorces. We've been through all sorts of things. And yet we've always had this little game that can transport us to a happy place. Well, it, 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 100% right. I mean, you really do lose yourself in the game. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes yep. it might not be so good. But, uh, you know, when you just need an escape, like you said, that's the thing about Apple is it puts you in a different place, sometimes a different time. Yeah. And uh, that that's something that you really uh, is unique about it. Well, yeah. And you can't, you know, you, you can't market that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. that's something that just, that just um, happens. And, you yeah, know, when you read, you know, whether it's on between the lines or whether it's um, Facebook or wherever, you know, on the, on the blogs, on the podcast, like this one, and you hear people talk like that, you know, other people, you know, they don't understand that, you know, but if you play this game and you love baseball, you know, you get hooked pretty easy. No doubt. No doubt. Dom, as always, great talking to you. It's been way too long since we've chatted. Uh, and again, like I said, hope we can see you in June uh, at the uh, Apple convention. Looking forward to that. Uh, what, what what did you have for breakfast today? That's that's really what I want to know. Well, as you'll soon find out, well, we, we had um, uh, uh, scrambled eggs and, and ham and some uh, English muffin, whole wheat, uh, a little short OJ, which everybody asks me, what's a short, short OJ? OJ yeah. It's just a OJ, it's orange juice in a, in a small glass. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that was the question I got the most. What's a short, that, what's a short OJ? And I then what happened was one day I, I was one day I was doing the recap. And I forgot to put the OJ. Do you know I got somebody to tell me, hey, what happened to the OJ? <laughs> what happened to the short OJ? That's funny. <laughs> That's an Italian thing, probably. Yeah. You know, I, I understood it right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, Dom, great talking to you. Enjoy you too, your my time. You stay my well. Friend. Yeah, you, you too. And uh, uh, keep keep those keep those posts coming about your breakfast and with APA. And uh, uh, I'll always enjoy talking to you, my friend. All right, my friend, you be well. I'll talk to you soon. You got it, buddy. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. 
That was Dominic Previciero from New York and uh, a, a great guy. I mean, uh, you know, I, I met him at an Apple convention. I talked to him before on the podcast and uh, uh, d- just a down to earth kind of guy, funny as heck. Uh, and uh, like I said, it's been way too long since we've had a chance to talk and uh, never, never a dull moment when, when you get Dom on the podcast. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up from here on this week in Apple. So stick around. And we're back to wrap up this episode of This Week in APA. I want to thank my guest, Dominic Proviciero, for his time. And uh, I got got to tell you, Dom is one of those guys that when you meet him, and even before I met him, just talking to him for the podcast, it it was like that uh, we knew each other all of our lives. He's just that kind of a personality. He has that type of charisma to... Uh, make you feel uh, right at home. And uh, I I really look forward to talking with Dom uh, every time I get a chance. And uh, this time was no exception. So thanks, Dom, for your time. Uh, And I want to say that we've got some good shows coming up. I've got some things lined up. I'm working on getting uh, a couple of interviews about the pre-play of this year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56. Uh, I know it's a little bit late, but uh, I've had some scheduling uh, uh, problems of my own, and uh, I'm going to try to get a couple of guys. I think there were actually eight pre-plays done of the Super Bowl, uh, but we are going to talk to two guys, hopefully, who pre-played the games that were closest to uh, the final, which, of course, uh, the Rams won um, 22-17, I think. It was a 23-20. No, it was 2017. One of the pre-plays was 23-20. But uh, we're going to have that coming up. Uh, uh, Got a couple more things lined up uh, along with John Hurston. Of course, we're going to do the interview with John Hurston. That'll probably be coming up in about a week or so. And that is going to be, besides talking about new products, we're going to have a little Q&A session with John Hurston. And I know a lot of you folks out there have been sending in questions to ask the president of the Apple Game Company. And I want to thank everybody for doing that. And you still have time. If you want to uh, send in a question, do it on Facebook through my direct messaging page. Uh, you can go right there. Direct message me. Don't put it out on the uh, Apple Baseball or Apple Games general page. DM me. I'll take the question to John Herson. I think we're going to get pretty much most or all of them. We'll take some of the ones out that really aren't pertinent, but still go ahead and do that. You have time. Uh, so besides that, uh, that's all we've got to talk about here today. I want to thank everyone for being a part of another episode of This Week in App and continue to follow us uh, on Facebook and uh, through the Anchor website. Until next time, this is John Aslan saying so long and thanks for listening to This Week in Appa.